Ladies and gentlemen, Innkeeper's Guest Book, your boy Freddie, coming to you live from Union Inn, 1112, 1114, 3rd Street, Northeast. 3rd Street. Yes, indeed. Northeast. Northeast. That's important. Yes. That's very important. Very important. Very important. Okay. Let me, let me do a public service announcement. Mm -hmm. Apple, I hope you're listening to me Uh right now. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me get in the, let me get my mic. Let me get my mic. Let me get get the red headphones right. Get my mic. Turn my mic up. Turn my mic up, son. Okay. So look. Tell them what you, tell them why you mad. If you go into your phone and you're like, you know what? This union place, this union in place, this thing is hot. I'm going to make a contact called union in. And I'm going to put in either 1112 3rd Street Northeast or 1114 3rd Street Northeast into the little address thing inside of the contact of an iPhone. I'm right there. Yes. No matter what you do, it shows you the address over in Southeast. No matter what, whether you put in 1114 3rd Street by itself, you put in 1114 3rd Street right out Northeast, it's going to show that the map is going to show up as the 3rd Street address down down on uh, Southeast. At Tim Cook. Yeah, Tim Cook, get it together. No, and that's the thing. Get it's it like, together. Okay, so DC, DC, get it together. So we're northeast. You gotta understand. That's why I got a note nine. How frustrating this is, because I can't go to an Apple store and actually have them. I'm 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 running out the word. What was the word? The, the, There's no fix solution. This problem. There's yes. no troubleshooting. <laughs> There's no. Yeah. yeah, you can see how frustrated I am in the sense of I'm I'm, I'm literally at a loss of words because. When I send my contact to people, because I have a contact in my phone that has everything on it, when I send this to people and they look at the map, it's like, wait, hold on. What's going on here? I can't believe Is this guy trying to trick me? No. Yeah. But anyways, we are steps from the Noma Gallaudet Metro. We are a nice, nice brisk walk to Union Station and a nice leisurely jog to the United States Capitol where uh, some interesting things are happening down there. I'll just leave it at that. Q, how you doing, man? Man, I I'm furious at the GIS department, Geographic Information <laughs> Systems Department at Apple Computer right now, and their use of Esri products in order to get this. Esri, holla at me at Esri at ArcGIS. Yo, get it together, okay? Google, I can drop a pin. Done. Send it, okay? Get it together, Apple. Come hey, on. Seriously. I'm trying. I'm trying to get an X Max. Like, get it together. I want to be on the team too. Like. I got a Note 9. It's cracking all over the place. I want that Gorilla Glass, son. <laughs> Anyways, he's got on the red headphones with the gold pieces. Yes, I'm feeling I'm feeling like a particular... It's a great energy. Well, so you, you got the good Sony... What is it? The MD... Hold on. Oh, oh, oh yeah. No. I'm going to tell you. No, because okay. real studio heads know this. These are the MDR 7508s. You wow. know what I'm saying? Those are the ones that they use in the studio. It's like the, the, the standard, if you will. So this is how my voice actually sounds. Correct. That's how your voice actually sounds. This is frightening. Yeah. I'm sorry. No worries. Or I um, should say you're welcome because I should be more confident about who I am because I can't be anybody else, right? So yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I thought you were going to get philosophical on me, right? We're, we're about to go down the rabbit hole of, of inception and, and, and subconscious and randomness and all that stuff. No, man. But sometimes no, it's, it's that just, is not just this episode. Fun. This episode is part two, and we're going to hit on some of the topics that from the last one I had meant to bring up to him. But you know what? We, our, the podcast is just going so great that, you know. Um, and I want to shout out to uh, Amber, who's a big fan of the podcast, and she reached out to me and was like, hey, you got to get Q back on because I really, 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 really enjoyed that podcast. And you said you were going to have a part two. So where's the part two? Here it is, Amber, all for you. Namaste. Namaste all day. Thank you so much, uh, Amber, for uh, 
for making this whole thing happen. And thank you so much, Mr. Freddy, for listening to. He listens to his fans, people. This is amazing. I'm telling you, man. See, this I'm is a man of the people. I'm a man you know, of people. You know who doesn't do this? Apple. 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 No, they you don't. want to know why? Because you can't. You can't. You're not, you don't. You exist in Southeast. You don't exist in. You're a Northeast. Bro. I'm a Northeast brother, man. It's a they, they only care about Navy Yard down there, right? <laughs> it's, it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. No, but honestly, it's one of those marginal cost, marginal benefit things. I'm sure it's on somebody's to do list, but that to do list has probably a thousand lines on it, and this is one thousand and twenty six. Um, but anyways, if it was Steve Stout and Diddy in the '90s. You know, it'd have been a whole different conversation. Oh, shoot, yeah, shoot, yeah, shoot! Yeah. Just give me a Moet bottle, man. <laughs> we would solve this thing yesterday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right. So, all right. You have an interesting yes. story since yeah. high school. I mean, yeah. Please uh, let, tell the listeners at home. Uh, let's see. Oh my goodness. Um, so uh, in high school, I was uh, I graduated. Um, Barely. Uh, at least at that time, I didn't. I didn't do well junior year. I had to retake my whole. I don't even know why I'm putting all this out there, but here we are. Um, to show, so, you, show you the show you the journey. Yeah. Right. So uh, you know, my mom. I went to school. I went to the community college. Uh, got good enough grades there to get into another school in Providence, Rhode Island. My mom literally packed, like, helped me pack bags overnight and put me on a plane before I even finished a semester because I got. I got my midterms in and they were like, here are your grades. I sent them in and they were like, you're into the school. So she packed my bags, Southwest ticket, one way, Providence. And so uh, went there, um, got involved with, uh, got involved in like heavily involved in religion and church, um, started becoming a mentor, all these like really good things. But uh, I was 320 pounds um, before all those really good things happened. And that wasn't conducive to doing what I needed to do next. So, um, and I didn't know what I needed to do next, right? Like it wasn't in front of me. I didn't know that I was going to be, you know, interning and I was going to be traveling and I was going to be doing all those crazy things. So I dropped, uh, my freshman year of college, I dropped 120 pounds. Um, I was 320. I went down to 200 roughly. And then, uh, you know, started lifting weights and that started my journey with training. Um, in between that time, um, I started, let's see, we got funded by the Rhode Island Economic Development Corporation for building a company um, called Get, uh, that time was called Get Noticed First, um, built it with my best friend at the time, Demetrius. Get Noticed First? Yeah, I don't even okay. know if the Cold Fusion website is still up. It's probably in the archive of the web, web somewhere. But yeah, we got funded. Uh, back what, when, what, did, what did they do? What, what, uh, what did you all do? So um, it's actually, you know, uh, Big shout out to Demetrius, um, professor at uh, Delaware right now, IT. My man is killing it. Um, but at the time, uh, we were just some high school, high, I mean, sorry, high school, college graduates uh, who were interviewing. And during that time, that's when Monster was just out and Career Builder was just, Career Builder wasn't even like, it was really kind of just starting. That's how old I am. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he found going on interviews that when he showed up, everybody, had like this porf- had the you know everybody had their you know their accolades and he built a portfolio and not only did he build a portfolio he brought in a, a CD-ROM with all of his work on it and man it just it got him offer after offer after offer and I you know I showed up with my profile and offer after offer and people were coming back like how are you getting all these and it was just like 
we showed we were prepared. We had a full portfolio there on the spot and our leave behind was like showing our diligence of work. So we said, why don't we do that for people? Like, what's the step after the interview? Like what's like not to be postmodern, but what's like post interview? And so we wanted something to show up with. And it was already big in like uh, pharmaceutical sales culture. You would do that. But like in I.T., there was nothing for it. And I was a business major and most business majors didn't show up at that time with that kind of work. Um, So. It really were a uh, design architecture. They have that kind of thing, but just not on our on our world. So we showed up, we presented, we pitched, um, we got funded, uh, not, you know, undercapitalized because, you know, we're we didn't know. And so and uh, so that that went away. Um, and but that was my first foray in in business and success and failure. And so um, later on, I would pack up and move to San Diego, build my own web development company that would turn into a project management company. I'd bounced at nights to make ends meet um, while getting that built. Uh, came back, uh, started a solar energy nonprofit out in San Diego, um, then came back over to New Jersey to help my grandmother out um, because she was sick, ended up becoming the and this after that, uh, after San Diego, like moving to San Diego, I left all church and all religion behind. And I was like a big um, I was like really big into church. I was church leadership. I was doing the thing. I was doing the damn thing for Jesus. And so um, I left. And so uh, after actually applying to go to theology school, um, I was applying and going through the process and sat in on one class and he the sat in on one class and the dean I came back and started talking to the dean and he's like before you say anything you strike he's like there's three types of people that come here there are pastors who are going to be pastors there's <clears throat> scholars who are going to be scholars and then there's people who switch he's like right now you're a pastor you're probably going to switch and I was like yeah I'm not doing this I'm not I'm not here for that and so I left and became the spokesperson for a energy efficiency nonprofit uh, that ran throughout. That was a North American nonprofit, UN, all these names. Everybody had like when you have one of those standees, it has like all the logos at the bottom. It has all the important logos at the bottom. Department of Energy, United Nations, New Jersey Board of Public, like all these important, you know, and this is like the Lisa Jackson, like in environmentally conscious New Jersey. So those eat shout out EPA before what's going on right now. Yeah. And, uh, and so sorry, I'm over talking or, or oh, just. No, no, yeah. no. I'm, I'm, I'm wrapped. In right now. <laughs> continue, please. So uh, are so we you, still in San Diego? Uh, so, yeah, no, I I started that. And that's what got me because I started that nonprofit that got me when I came back to help out my grandmother back in New Jersey. Thank you for the thank you for the prompt. Uh, when I came back to New Jersey. I was just I was like, oh, I'm just going to help my buddy open this coffee shop and just help my grandmother out. And, you know, my grandmother's getting better. And she was like, you need to, you know, my my family's highly independent and highly like work oriented. This is no this is nothing new for any family, any black, brown, immigrant, first generation. You know the drill. Why aren't you, you don't take care of me work. And so my grandmother, like they'd already they had already broke the first rule, which is don't take care of me. Right. So I'm there taking care. And so now it's like work. So now I'm doing this. And this is like Cory Booker's a mayor at this time. And all these like crazy things are happening. And, you know, I'm flying now I'm flying back to San Diego to lead conferences on community based social networking and talking about the digital commons and the physical commons. And, you know, 
26 years old 27 like <laughs> back and forth across the country yeah and you know i'm i'm doing this you know in my mind uh you know normal stuff and i'm like yeah this is just what you do and i'm talking to my friends I'm like what the hell are you doing like what are you i thought you were passing out light bulbs like what are you doing like i'm like yeah that's i do that but i also have to lead these conferences sit in front of these councils and do all these and you know i'm trying to figure out how to have these conversations and you know that's that i you know meet a girl fall in love get married uh years later you know philadelphia lawyer you know picket fence out in the sub i hate the suburbs out in the suburbs uh shout out to dc being a city forever um or being a city yes um let's get a, there's a whole lot wrapped in that whole statement but uh, I, don't, I can't unpack we'll, that we'll get on that on part three but uh you know divorce two kids um you know there's a lot of and a lot of conversations uh you know with people to really understand and find out what it is to you know we talked about in the last one about owning your reality and really the 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 part that was missing there um is the the opportunity to chris rock has this statement where he says in order to love somebody you got to love the crust of a person right you got to love the crust right and like up until this point in my up until these points in my life i had taken all that i had uh hated about myself and just ignored it not like talk to it not like try to reason with it just put it in a room locked it put soundproof material against it dead in the floors cement soaked it and walked away mm-hmm. i don't have to deal with that i'm okay with loving 20 percent of me that's really dope and uh i'm doing all right look at me i'm look at all these things i'm doing i got the that the, 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 you know i'm wearing this you know i've got all these things and i've got all these people and i have all these look at i mean by all objective standards and by all even subjective standards doing great you want to know the thing about that yeah man sorry i don't mean to get off oh, on. no no you're yeah, fine yeah. You, you're you're the star of the show man, oh, man. i'm just the narrator Word. um the thing about that is that uh, not true you're <laughs> not even close you know that's a lie that is a lie you know that so lie. uh the thing about that is that it comes out when you're at home by yourself after everything is done and you, you've done this, done that, great accolades and, you know, you, you, you pull the, the, the bins into the garage and uh, you go into the room and your your house and you close the door and, you know, you're there mm-hmm. by yourself. Mm-hmm. It can't stay with cement. You said soundproofed it, oh, put yeah. it in the door. Oh, yeah. No, oh, no, that's when it turns intangible and becomes a ghost and it leaves and it finds you because yeah and it and it shows up and it shows up in and it doesn't for there's seven and a half billion people to eight billion people that's an interesting variation to have like an interesting margin of error like half a billion <laughs> folks <laughs> right people. like america's not even half a billion folks right but right. like anyway yeah. we so. could be off by that <laughs> and we're okay with that mm-hmm. uh so we have an interesting so we like so there's variation with you. It's home alone. I'm an only child. So yeah. being home alone is my happy place. That's interesting. So, you know, I grew up an only child as well. Oh, really? And I didn't. I wish I had like brothers and sisters. Oh, I know. That I, were in, mind you. Okay. My apology. <laughs> I am not an only child, but I grew up an only child. Yes. I have an older brother and two older sisters mm-hmm. whom, whom I love very much. But um, growing up, mm-hmm. there were a lot of times where I was by myself. 
and I wish that I'd had somebody to talk to or at least share have shared experiences with. I tell people, you know, I had to grow um, accustomed to being by myself. Mm-hmm. Didn't say comfortable. Right. I just had to be accustomed to being by myself. Even now, I think subconsciously is probably why I like doing the innkeeper yeah. and, 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 you know, meeting so many people. Yeah. It's because, you know, nine times out of ten I have somebody here and it's something going on. Yeah. And I'm able to have conversations with people and like get out all those conversations that I wish I had had. That, when I was younger. that conversations. Yeah. So it comes out for me. And so it showed up for me in how much like I didn't like. So for me, it came out in very weird places where otherwise I would be incredibly confident and otherwise have no issues. All of a sudden, done like just lat just done like just gone and so you get out the jackhammer you pull back the soundproofing you you try to kick in the door but you're smart so you got the steel reinforced door <laughs> right because you try to go in by brute force so like now the last little bit is like all this like delicate technique because you're really smart yeah. right Fred like you're 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 a genius right yeah. seven and a half billion people you're the smartest person on this planet <laughs> right like that's so like you got to pick this intricate lock that like people have just given up on mm-hmm. and like you're sitting there and all of a sudden you get somebody to help and they're like oh you got to just do this and it pops open it's like oh man mm-hmm Cause it's old, it's been sitting there. Nobody's been tending to it, and it's just a whole bunch of I don't want to deal with things I don't like. It's the man the Iron Mask. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so you get a chance. And so part of that is the adventure travel company. Part of that is the personal training. Part of that is the yoga and meditation. And part of that is you know always coming back to things that allow you to love the parts of you that you hate. Um, the crusty parts that you're just like, I'm going to ignore that because the promise of loving 100% of yourself is that you can love 100% of somebody else, whether or not that be a child, a partner, somebody that you're helping supporting your team that you work with you can you can start using that in like powerful ways and it just you can you choose your reality because you're choosing 100% of the person in engaging in that reality you're not ignoring that anymore or I shouldn't say you I'm not ignoring that anymore so it was just like so like my experience from high school way funding businesses failure business failed business like first business was a success and a failure like at the same time and it's like that and it's like you know second business success did the whole thing third business you know what's success you sold the business or like you made you got out before it did something Uh, but spokesperson then divorce and lost everything and not because of the divorce but just in life that's just what happens sometimes you just you make a series of unfortunate choices um, and you lose everything and you got to rebuild from literally nothing. Um, actually in the car, nothing like driving back and forth to see like the kid like and then still go back to where possible money is so that way you can make it type of nothing. And uh, 
in the words of Seinfeld, blah, blah yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You're trying to start an adventure travel company for marginalized communities and brown folks and black folks. So that yeah. way when you walk in REI, which is right around the corner, yes, it is. you know, you can see, you know, we got some beautiful black people. Wait, do you think Kilimanjaro is not is not summited by brown folks? Like, there's even uh, the musician, uh, I can't remember his name, who summited Kilimanjaro. Lupe and Fiasco. Lupe did, no, before him. Oh, okay. the, uh, I think it was like Ken, nah, Ken something. I can't remember. It starts with a K. I cannot recall. Is he hip-hop or R&B? He's like an R&B pop like, guy, but he does like fusion stuff. He does. Okay. He has a, like a lot of influences. Okay. So like he's very much like the pure sense of popular music, not like... Yeah, so okay. and so he did it, and not to say that he was the first, even before then. Mm-hmm. There's some dude that we don't even, or some lady that we don't even know Correct. that did it. It's kind of like um, what's happening right now with El Capitan, like the first free solo of El Capitan, right? Like everybody's all hot and bothered about this movie, and it's a great documentary from what I've heard, right? Um, and not to throw any shade, free soloing, climbing a mountain with no ropes is insane. And then doing rock faces that are incredibly dangerous um, in this way or with limited support is still like an insane human feat. But this was done by a woman in the 90s. Right. And so. It's one of those things where I'm just like. I I don't. I went to school for business. I can't live on wishes, so I have to go build. So I'm building an adventure travel company. That way, when there's ads going out for the adventure travel pieces, there's brown, black, and marginalized communities sitting there doing stuff. And that's that's what, so like all that experience, all that coming from church and introducing us. And, uh, let, us th- let us see here. Yeah, God is here. So, and here we are sitting, having a conversation. Yes, indeed. With those beautiful headphones. With man. those beautiful, beautiful red and gold <laughs> headphones. <laughs> So what's the name of this adventure travel company for uh, those of us with melanated skin? Indeed, it is uh, it is a serious company. Okay, um, spell that for us. Uh, it is a serious, all one word, or a serious, mm-hmm. like a space, a serious. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's no space in between. There's indoors. no space. Yeah. It is all one word. Gotcha. When you see any logos, the beautiful cursive logo that is going up on digital, it's going up in digital places as we speak. Right. Um, I say that roll my eyes because the the development process for somebody that's built their built a lot of their career in branding and consulting and branding and things of that nature uh, has been a little bit arduous because I'm not satisfied with a Squarespace site and I want I, you want I more yeah I want the more I want the site yeah yeah I'm 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 the nice or I'm the kind Steve Jobs that wants the white headphone cable yeah and so. Yeah, you know, we just you know it doesn't have to be done by the twenty second. It just has to be done. So let's figure this out. Gotcha. So what was your most recent trip that you all have gone on? Uh, we just did that trip in August. Um, we did a trip in August for nine days to Colombia. Right. Uh, we did Bogota, Medellin, uh, Salento, Pereira. Uh, my Spanish is horrible, so don't. My, I had Cali. Was that Cali? We did not do Cali. Um. Okay. We actually, um, the airport shut down in Pereira, um, and we made it off the last flight um, that was going, sorry, the next to last flight that was leaving, um, and that flight was going to Bogota. So we actually flew back into Bogota for the last leg of the trip and flew out from there, which was still, which was part of the plan, but we had planned to do some things before then. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, you know, things happen, and period. Is it like political risk type things, or um, was it a... So it was, it was like a, no, it wasn't weather related. It was not, it was not political. It was business political. Right. Mm -hmm. So one of the planes had broken down on the tarmac and 
uh, it was no longer able to fly. So the problem was is that if they said that if the airline said that the plane was a problem, that it was an issue, there was an issue with the with the plane, then the plane would have to and they couldn't move the plane. Right. And this is the thing like they couldn't move it. So if they said it was an issue, they would have to let the airport airport know so that they could shut down the airport and it would be the company's fault. Now, if the airport said because this plane is broken down and can't move and they just shut down the airport, then it would be the airport's fault and then it would be a government issue. <clears throat> yeah. So meanwhile, there's bunch an entire bunch, a bunch, of, a bunch <laughs> of imaginary fingers that are waiting to be pointed, but don't want to be the one to point. Yeah. It's whack. And of course, they, there's no air conditioning. Can they it's just do it at the same hot. time and say, we'll just split the difference. Nah, no, nah, nah, nah. no. These are highly civilized. Uh, very pr- the, Man, it is it is just it's amazing to watch humans work. Yeah. It's amazing to watch society society do its thing. Yeah. And uh, so it was a lot of it was a, not a lot of fun. It was a lot of uh, there's a lot of arguing with T with uh, the Colombian version of the TSA in on Google Translate and <laughs> I can imagine that I literally sat there I stood there in front of the guy typing and he kept trying I'm like no you will and uh, you know changing pl- flights and all this you know changing flights getting you know people to do different things uh, the translator even on the flight actually took our tickets and she's the one that put us on the flight that was the last flight leaving so, so she's the real MVP yeah so shout out uh, Mighty Bet um man like we were we were all like okay we're on we're on the last flight she was like no we just got on the last flight i was like no we just i'm like i just got all the tickets and then all of a sudden they called us and we were take we we got on the flight and everybody was like complaining outside of the room and i was like what's going on because you know I, I have points so i've i'm in that lounge area um and you know everybody's complaining like what happened and it's like the lat those flights got canceled like they were done and they were supposed to be the last flight so yeah, real MVP. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. So um, I'm gonna ask you before we get to the seven questions, Redux. Um, why <laughs> did you choose each of these cities in Colombia? Um, so they're po- so Cali and Cartagena and uh, San Andres. Um, those are those were those would be where I would typically go if I were just queue. So there's no adventure there, right? It's beach. Um, it's it's what it's what I'm gonna go to, so for me it's kind of like doing that 42 kilo, that 21 kilometer out 42 kilometer hike out in Scotland during a blizzard. I hate the cold. <laughs> like I, there's a whole bunch of I don't like these things, and it's like it's getting inside that you know things that you know, I don't hate that about myself, but it's just like let's just go ahead and f- figure out if we can find some more things stuck in this room that I've yeah, been locked up for so long. Trying to clean out the closet. I yeah, get yeah, yeah, and yeah. not like you know these are ter- they just don't. I just so. So this was a matter of three cities you just said before. Yeah, Bogota. Were the ones you would want to go to. Yeah, Bogota, I'd want, I mean, I'd want to go to, but I didn't spend the most, I spent time in Medellin. It's a mm-hmm. central city. It's it's a big, it, you know, it was a big drug haven. Here it's you know, beautiful. It's amazing out there. It's the um, Communa 13. Uh, had They've turned it, It's we, they've literally kept it exactly the same, except there's moving escalators going up the hill now. So you literally have motorized escalators going like, up the hill, yeah, exposed so, to the elements and all that. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's and like yeah, we we can't get metro uh, escalators working in the metro. No, no, okay. we can't do all that. Right. No, okay, no, 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 no. Okay. But they have it working. They have it working. The the community hasn't changed. Okay. Right, they're investing in the community because the tourism. They're doing more things, but they're not changing the look and the aesthetic and like 
they're not doing I don't know what they're and I'm, what, I, what I wanted to learn more about is what they're doing and I think there's a travel outfit El Camino out of DC um, that does a lot of work in uh, South Central and Latin America and so um, El Camino Travel and they're way more they're way better at the cultural exchanges um, from what I've learned and what I've been able to see from the kind of collateral they put out um, I'm like my work is big on adventure and so it's like we're going to train we're going to get you know we're going to get you ready we're going to go out and do some fun things and you know we're going to learn a little bit <clears throat> while doing those so Medellin kind of gave me that it was a little bit you know Medellin party town like you know if you go to the downtown it's a lot more party things everybody's out at night which is cool like 3 a.m like people are up like it's time to go out which is dope we got to Salento um that's coffee region there's a lot more hiking there uh we went we did uh Watape when we were in Medellin as well climb to the back climb climb to the top of this 700 step rock and like everybody's people are like, oh, it's so much. And I'm like, I'm taking it on. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Going, skipping steps. And yeah, all that shit. of course, man. Yeah. If I, well, if I could, but yeah, <laughs> every once in a while I could. It's really packed. <laughs> yeah. And, okay. you know. And then Pereira. Yeah, Pereira. And then we stayed in this, uh, this DJ actually has on Airbnb, mm-hmm. you know, big shout out. <laughs> um, this DJ had a uh, container, shipping container converted into an open view over the city. Um, up in the hills and so we stayed there and uh it was a group it was you know there's a small little group uh three four people and because it changes um including the, you uh so it was like five total no um so including me okay so uh because we actually had to we actually had to lose not lose but we had to like one person had to step off so yeah. um and yeah staying out there it was amazing it was like you're looking you woke up in the morning because the we just pulled back the glass doors and it's just open and it's so, a shipping container in the shipping container yeah yeah and we just open up the glass doors in a shipping container and the breeze is coming you just wake up and it's like it's it reminded me of you know when i was younger my mom would ship me off to summer camp so she could work all all during the summer and like do those crazy swing shifts at the hospital and all that stuff and not and she you know i'm taken care of which you know that the one of the camps i went to uh they took you out uh into the into this like open field and you like had like a campfire and all this stuff and then like some, if you were an appropriate if you were an appropriate age um they you would sleep outside like the counselor the CIT and you would just get a sleeping bag and you would just sleep outside and i woke up and like the dew was on my face and like the everything and i was like this is so cool and that was buried in that room of stuff that i hate about myself was like that love of that and you know that feeling of like oh my goodness like you know the first time you know i'm a kid from dc what do i know about kayaking right and all of a sudden i'm sitting in this plastic thing with an oar and they're rolling me over teaching me like how not to drown <laughs> like they were, they were literally rolling you oh, yeah. over. oh yeah they get a person on each side and they roll the kayak over because you have to learn how to roll over in order to be in a kayak like the first thing of a kayak it's like the first rule of, the first rule of business success equal success and failure are bedfellows period yeah. Right. So the first so in kayaking, the first rule is that like you're going to be in the water. There's no such thing as not being as not rolling over in the water in a kayak, period. Like, especially if you're doing anything with any type of like risk attached to it. Yeah. It's that uh, get over it moment. Yeah. Just get over it. If you're not there, just it's not about swimming. It's about getting back, like rolling back over. Gotcha. And so 
Um, so we did that and, uh, I just loved all of that stuff, man. And, you know, it went with, it's, it just felt, you know, I just, you know, and the more I've read and the more I've learned about, you know, sub-Saharan Africa and the more I've learned about just Africa period. And the more I've learned about just my family's heritage and things of that nature over the, the decade, it's all in there. Gotcha. You know, it, nomadic explorers, like, you know, yeah. Totally. And just walked across, yo. Yeah, just just do it. So, are we already at time? Uh, yeah. So, one, <laughs> one one last question before we get to seven questions. Um, where's the next trip to? Uh, the ne- oh yes, okay. So next month we have a uh, this UK trip for me. That's just a training trip. Um, you say next month. This is November of 2018. N- yes, November okay. of 2018. All right. Okay, got it. So um, so November of 2018, there will be. I'm going to the UK. Okay. Um, the next trips. I'm actually putting a hold on trips for until I get back from the UK trip and then it will be approximately six months after that we will be doing Argentina so spring of 2019 you're going to Argentina yes okay awesome all right are you ready I'm ready okay so got seven questions Uh, so we're gonna do this one a bit different Um, I'm gonna run over the question the answers that you had last time sure and you basically say if that if you still think that that's number one or if there's something else you want to contribute. All sure. right. Yeah. So first question was book to add to the library. You gave me, I think, three books. OK, which books? OK, so <laughs> um, but you did select one of them. OK, um, so the two that you didn't select were The Four Tendencies by Gretchen Rubin. OK. Um, and Fugitive Planning in Black Studies. Oh, okay. The Undercommons. Yeah. Yeah, The Undercommons by, oh, okay. Fred, by Fred Moton. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that, the, okay, the so you gave me two. Okay, my yeah. bad. Okay, yeah. So the, and which one did I choose? You chose The Undercommons. Of course, yeah. That makes most sense. Okay. Yeah. Is that is that the book still to add to the uh, library? Or is there something else you want to... <laughs> How revolutionary do I want to be on the... I know it's... Uh, uh, you know what? Hmm... I feel like, because the black the Undercommons introduces Cedric Robinson, which gets you into black Marxism and not black Marxism as color, but black Marxism as sort. Yeah, well, as yes, but um, I'm thinking out loud, so that way it's all. It's good. not just silent. It's all good. Word. Um, people know what I'm doing. I want to say because I'm not done with it yet. Oh. Ooh. Daring greatly by Brene Brown. Daring Greatly by who? Brene Brown. B R E N E with an Asante Gu over it. Brown. Is that just an accent? Asante Gu, Asante Grave, Asante Crofix. There's a few there's a few accents. Okay, Brene yeah. Brown. Okay. Yeah, that's the Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Alright. Alright, what about this book? Uh so Daring Greatly is man. So her TED Talk centers around vulnerability, and this book is is the continuation of that discussion and the power of vulnerability, as well as the idea, and I love this, the best way, if I were to put Brene Brown's uh, Daring Greatly into like what you need to understand, what I've understood from it so far, um, and I'm reading it, reading it, and probably going to read it again, tender belly, soft front, strong back. Okay, so like show up, be ten like just show up, expose like ready to do it, um, soft front, 
ready for ready to embrace wrong uh suffering struggle um and like the wrong is really important um because you just I'm, we're we're blissful i'm blissfully unaware of like how wrong i'm being okay <laughs> right and so and then stiff back and then strong back strong back okay. strong back um don't this is not this is not an opportunity to be soft to be weak right not that way this is an opportunity to this 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 builds a person right um in in there's i believe it's dave tate in powerlifting um who says uh, and i think louis simmons echoes this sentiment as well and i could have had those two mixed up but the sentiment is I don't care if you show up to the gym with your pecs and your abs and your quads. This doesn't scare me. What scares me is the man that has a detailed back, strong glutes, hamstrings like ropes, calves like diamonds. This is a terrifying man. This is this man is dangerous beyond all measure. Paraphrase and emphasis added. Bruce Lee. Yeah, it's it's you're you need to be able to embrace people. Uh, hate hate-filled people and love-filled people equally and that's that's being exposed that's being having a soft front but in order for that embrace to mean something you gotta have a strong back and you gotta be willing to stand up okay right I so like daring greatly All yeah right. Brene Brown and I, yeah I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't say living for a change Grace Lee Boggs autobiography but that's a whole different thing okay um <laughs> <laughs> number two uh, podcast to subscribe to. Uh, last time you said Desus and Mero. Oh yeah, yeah. I stand by that. All right. Uh, well, no, there's no pocket. Yeah, no, I can't stand by that. Um, well, no, they do have the pocket. They have Bodega Boys. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. It's not the Vice uh, Show anymore. Yeah, yeah. Do I want to start doing that now? I feel like it's a. Co- I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna phone that one. Yeah, I'll do that one. Because right. uh, I'm still not upset with that. And I've there's more so I haven't been listening to podcasts lately. Gotcha. So I kind of was left off the. All right. You've been listening to books. Ha. There you go. Audiobooks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Number three, something that you didn't know you needed until you got it. (laughs) Last episode, you said a dotted or graph paper. Oh, I have so many great journals that are dotted. Oh, man. Is that still the same? Or do we have a new um, thing that you, uh, what do you call it, would like to say that is your thing that you needed? I didn't word that right at all. No, but here we're, here we're going to do this and we're going to do this on air. So that way it'll, if, if for any, I'm currently the, I'm currently in possession of a Samsung Go- galaxy note nine. Okay. I enjoy this phone. Um, it does, the, it does what I need to do. It's awesome. It's not that the iPhone is better. It's not that it does anything that this doesn't. the connection to my family is more important than anything else. And so anything that makes that process frictionless is worth it. So I didn't know I needed an iPhone until I'm going to go get one tomorrow. (laughs) I like it. You're a futurist. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah, I just came to that conclusion. I was actually, it was, it was literally uh, this crack, and then I was doing another Google message, Google, Google Duo message, and I was like, you know what? This needs to be frictionless. 
I'm going to be overseas a lot. And not to say the Google Duo doesn't work well. Is it the iMessage that makes it frictionless or something? The iMessage or? and FaceTime. Okay. Because my kids can just pick up my daughter's phone. She can just pick up the phone, press a button, and, and just... And good to go. And she can talk to dad. And, like, uh, my my dear friend, that is important beyond all measure. I can only imagine. <laughs> no, honestly. I get it. Yeah. All right. Number four. Yeah, man. Bucket list place to travel. And not that she has an iPhone. She just, no, no, I'm not advocating for my daughter having an iPhone. She <laughs> has an iPad that's highly restricted. But if she wants to press a button and get thought dash, she can. Yeah. Anyway. As frictionless as possible. Exactly. Bucket list place to travel. Oh. Um, this is some place in the world that you have been that you would recommend the listeners add to their bucket list. So last time you gave me two. Mm-hmm. Or, well, there are two answers that I have here. Okay. One of them says Fiji or Marshall Island. Okay. Uh, the second one is uh, UK Scotland. Okay. Um, yeah. And you said you chose UK Scotland with uh, Aviemore as the city. Aviemore. Yeah, that's where I went to do my hike. Yeah. Um, at that time. Bothy hiker. Yeah. But oh, the, no, the that's Karen Gorms. So the Bothy. The <laughs> Am I saying it the right? Bothy is a, no, no. I'm just giving you the so okay. the Bothy is a mountain hut in Scotland okay. uh, that's maintained by the country of Scotland. Mm-hmm. Um, the Karen Gorms is a mountain range, mm-hmm. um, and then the Laird Grew is a mountain pass that you that you basically hike through or or up to hike up these like Ben McDewey Mountain and all the rest of these things. Okay, so you get a chance to do that, and that's a bunch of fun. Uh, I hmm. So at that time, there are places that I like. I'm still planning my big New Zealand, like Western Pacific, New Zealand, Fiji, like doing that thing, and then going to hang out with, um, going to hang out in Australia for a little bit, so I can see the Aboriginal brothers and sisters, those the native peoples there. Yeah. Like I just, I just want to see. I just, I just want to go and see and experience, um, because you know the struggle is real everywhere. And so, um, marginalized communities, it's not, it's not just, it's black includes everything. So I, I, that's a longer conversation, but, um, where I'd really like to, where my bucket list place so far, um, that I feel like people that you uh, have been to, yeah, that I've been to. Um, so it's a toss up between Colombia and Costa Rica. And I say, I say the differences between the two because Columbia get a lot more creature comforts that you're used to in the States. In Costa Rica, you there, you still have your phone. Um, and, but you go in and out of your comfort like that and nothing's wrong. Everything's great. But as far, like everything's fine, nothing's off. Like you still have your water, you still have everything you need, but it's just like, it's not the way it's set up. It's not, it's not a Western way. It's just not the way we're used to it. So, sorry. I'm just, so, um, yeah, I, I'd really rec. I, I enjoyed Columbia. No shade to Columbia. It's an amazing, amazing, amazing time. Um, and I'd like to visit more places in South America period. Gotcha. So I'd like to be, I'd, I'd like to have this conversation in a few years and say in South America, boom, this is you gotta you gotta check out this region and blah blah blah. But right now, um, with my with my experience, I just if you just tour through Colombia, I mean sorry Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. So is there a city or a town that sticks out in your head in particular? <sighs> and what about Colombia as well? Is there a town or a city that? That for me out. it's all of Co- it's like for me it was the the entirety of Co- like it's just it's not like mm. in Colombia I can tell you uh Salento 
Okay. One hundred percent. How do you spell that? S A L E N T O. S A L E N T O. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Salento. Okay. That when I got there, I was like, I want to stay here. For, and it, it's weird because that doesn't make it want to be like it's not the bucket list place. Mm-hmm. That's just like I'm like I want to stay here for three months. Gotcha. Like I got there and I saw like the Europeans riding on the back of the buses, like standing up and on the jeeps and stuff. And I was like, I want to stay here for three months and just write. Okay. And experience, like, go experience this everything and just write, write and write and write. Okay. Um, and in- Costa Rica, I want to tr- like every time I stopped, I'm like, I want to keep going and travel and write, and I want to be like years in here. Okay. Oh yeah. wow, there's a Buenos Aires in in Costa Rica. I didn't even know that. I'd, hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. that is right. Okay. That's right. You're not wrong. All right. Um, cool. Uh, so, but you got to choose one of those. Which one? Oh no, Costa Rica. Okay. Oh yeah, no doubt. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Number five, bug. Uh, um, fifty mile detour restaurant. So you're within going. From oh, I said last time. I said, said Tallulah's uh, yep, table. Tallulah's table outside of Philadelphia. One hundred percent. Yeah. yeah um, Is that the same? Or uh, if I'm in fifty miles of, if I'm in fifty miles of, in Cielo. Or Villanobos, Villanobos, and Bermudas, y Bermudas. That the last one is in Bogota. The previous one is in Medellin. So you said Villanobos. Vill, villains is basically villains and Bermudas, Bermudas. Villanobos yeah. y Bermudas, and that's yep. one restaurant. Yep, that's one restaurant. Oh, it's in. It's a e n. Wow, interesting. I think they. Oh, villains in Bermudas. It used to be. Okay, got it. So this is in Bermuda. Yeah. This is no, sorry. This this is in uh Bogota. Oh, it's in Colombia. Okay. Bogota, Colombia. All right. Tell us about what type of cuisine. Uh it's 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 Colombian. It's tra- it's basically plays on traditional Colombian cuisine. Okay. Um both of these restaurants are inspired by traditional Colombian cuisine, which again would make you think that Colombia would be my sp- and it's a close number 2. I'm sure one day it'll be number 1. Mm-hmm. I just I need to see more. You haven't spent enough time yeah, out there. Yeah, I just need more. Got gotcha. you. Not to no shade to Colombia. I love it. It's amazing time. Um okay. Cool. So uh, probably next time when another three years I'll have this conversation be like it's Colombia you gotta well, go there on the world's 50 best.com it says it's Latin America is one of 50 best restaurants in 2017 the second place that I would do is also in Colombia in Medellin and that's in Cielo which means in the sky okay there's another Costa Rican I mean Costa Rican there's another Colombian inspired restaurant mm-hmm. and their big thing not their big thing but one of the things I enjoyed was they brought out uh, a bowl and they said, take off your watch and your bracelet and your cuff and stuff. And, you know, ladies, take off your rings. And, gentlemen, you know, if you have any more stuff, you put your hands out over the bowl. Mm-hmm. So you put your hands out. They come around with this, this gravy boat and they pour chocolate on your hands. Okay. And you're like, oh, great. Now I'm going to have to, like, wipe this off with something. Yeah, your mouth. Then they're like, they're, this is for the cocoa beans that are here in Colombia, blah, blah, and all the rest of these things. And you're like, oh, this is great. So who's going to clean this up? And then they're like, so, you know, the chef wanted you to have a clean, once you have clean hands for, you know, once you have clean hands for this event. So we also want to celebrate the coffee. So they pour coffee, ground coffee on your hands, fresh ground coffee on your hands. So you're like, okay, now I got chocolate and coffee on. You want me to exfoliate my hands? All right, great. So we start rubbing our hands. They like rub your hands together. They're like this is cool. You know, my, your hands are gonna be really soft. And you start noticing that they're picking things up, and then you notice that they're leaving. And the lady turns and she says, "And now you will. You now you'll be left to lick off your hands." 
And so you're licking off chocolate and coffee grounds from your hands. And, you know, for me, I'm sure there's someone in there right now that's like sitting there going, oh, this happens to me every day. But for me, I was like, this is who's going to clean this up? (laughs) I'm not licking. You just got me to. So, by the way, I am delicious because if you. Because if, if you cover my hands in chocolate and coffee, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, um, but no, all jokes aside, uh, it's uh, man, it sounds very romantic. Like if you went there with you, like on a honeymoon oh, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, oh, yeah, baby. I, Go ahead, lick my fingers. I felt terrible being there with clients, but at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, I found out I was delicious. So, <laughs> so now, um, ah. <sighs> But that's yeah. beautiful yeah that's absolutely beautiful i like that <laughs> it was it was a good time they do yeah, amazing stuff there in cielo in cielo chocolate and coffee <laughs> putting that in the on, playbook on uh, fingers exactly all right you know i love you when we do the chocolate and coffee grounds right. at dinner time but it was cool it had a functional purpose of exfoliating oh yeah it clean, oh yeah you're, you're they're like how do your hands feel your hands feel amazing yeah like you you're like this is incredible and so black don't crack <laughs> exactly right, they put the chocolate exactly. and they put the coffee grounds on they know they just trying they just trying to keep it heavenly that's they're all trying they're trying to, keep to do it heavenly, exactly you know what I mean? that's it um so okay number six Indeed. uh i believe i had it switched last time where okay. it was number one talent and then number one skill so i believe so we switch it now so now we do number one skill first and i believe you said strategist okay yeah that sounds about is right is that still the same uh <laughs> Given the past three months, I'd probably want to turn in my strategist card because I've been the most frustrated with I've literally I took the entire business model and just whiteboarded it and completely changed it last week. It was like, yeah, this is what we're doing. Okay. And so sat down with the designer and project manager and sat down with a few few folks and they were like, no, no, this is this. This seems good. But. (laughs) So, yeah. But yeah, I'd still I'd still own that. Okay, I still own that. It's Perfect. like the number one skill, and then and then number one talent was instill courage. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All uh, right. Yeah, Incur- yeah. Right. Instill courage. Perfect. Go uh, back and listen to the other episode if you want to hear more detail on uh, mm-hmm. how, why he felt that um, being a strategist <laughs> was number one skill and instilling courage was his number one talent. Indeed. Um. So, social media website plugs give it to me oh man it's still q xavier you can get me at q xavier on what uh q xavier on instagram q xavier on twitter um i don't post that much on twitter um i do more stories on instagram okay um snap uh snapchat still q xavier i don't snap that often i'm very um most people snap me okay um, which is kind of interesting because it's not as sorted as it sounds <laughs> yeah they be snapping they don't right. they just oh this is a good you know we're having a great time on a trip and i'm like okay great what about so, facebook facebook don't even just okay i'm there but don't good yeah, um just, and then a serious company do you um, have the website and all that good stuff it set will up be yet? um so it's going to be a serious dot company okay a serious all one word and when you say dot company mm-hmm. dot company Okay, and that's that's the TLD. Ah, okay. Indeed. Okay, yeah, because they have a bunch of those coming out now, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's dot company, and then there's a Siri, a Sirius with a instead of it goes a Sirio dot US, but every time I every time I workshop that, it was way too complex to explain. Ah, uh, like delicioso, it's delicious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it works. Mm-hmm. It looks cool, but like nah. <laughs> okay. So a serious company, because that's who we are. We're we're a group of people. We're a company, and then that's that's what I you know we're serious, and then we're also a serious. Like we like to have a lot of fun. 
Perfect. And right. does that uh, company have any Instagram, Twitter, social media type stuff popping off? Or will? Or? They will. Okay. It will be all on a serious dot company. Perfect. Sounds so good. So you can go there, one-stop shop. And then you can get you can always hit me up on qxavier.com. Oh. I'm always posting, writing. Not always writing, but I'll be writing more stuff in the coming day. So that'll start getting that'll start getting updated literally every day with new writing because of the poetry and extemporaneous monologues. So I Perfect. do a lot of that kind of stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming back. Man, and thank we're you gonna, for We're going to get a part three, man. You're going to, you're going to, you said be, it. Yeah. I was going to ask, but yeah, since you do, said it, I'm yeah. going to hold, I'm a, now I'm going to be in your, in your text messages saying stuff all day. Indeed. No, seriously. Um, with an iPhone, no less. No, because I mean, I'm a blue we're, bubble. Yeah. We're, we're closing in on an hour right now. And, See, you know, I was like, yeah, we're going to go into a half hour. We want to try to keep slower, you know, uh, 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 quicker episodes and stuff, you know, getting it out. <laughs> yeah. Half hour later. I mean, hour later. The first rule of chemistry is, is this probably isn't even the first rule of chemistry, but this is what my teacher said to me in high school. And I remember it. OK. The first rule of chemistry is the rules are the rules. You got to follow the rules. OK. The second rule of chemistry is there's an exception to every rule. Yep. This is your exception. Well, there you go. Or like Murphy's Law, right? Something like that. Yeah. Any possible anything possible can and will happen. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Um, real quick. Is that a beeper? <laughs> <laughs> Next to his water glass, he has like something that's about the size. It's either a pedometer or it's a beeper. It is neither. It okay. is uh, a case. It is a battery charging case for my Bluetooth earbuds. Ah, okay. so these fit in and they're they're noise isolating. Oh, um, so they they don't spend any energy on noise canceling and that's not filtering out the flat sound. But you can double tap them and mm-hmm. the microphones will turn on so you can hear people while you're listening to your music. Um, and man, then, that sounds like something I didn't even I I didn't know I needed till I got it. Yeah, man. no, that's right it's 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 as good as the dot graph paper. Like I will not be switching to the air, to the AirBuds. Who makes those? Jabra, J A B R A. Okay. Um, they make these. They make a sport model. Mm-hmm. The sport model do not rate as well as these. Okay. Um, so what model are those? Uh, these are. Give me one moment. I believe they are the Elite leave it to me to get something that's called elite <laughs> so bourgeois sometimes aren't we all though it of course it is it's the jabra elite 65t elite uh elite 65t yep okay. and they they come in a they come in black they come in silver and they come in a copper color right. and i've been trying to get the copper color not that it's too difficult but every time i go to get them or every time i order them apparently I just can't get them. They won't show up. Something goes wrong. Already. Yeah. Just every Every, time. Everybody wants the cover. Yeah. They're just like, oh, we thought you wanted the black ones. I'm like, if I selected the drop down that says copper and the order slip says copper, what makes you think I want another set of black ones? Right. (laughs) I'm not trying. Am I? I mean, these are these are products. These are these are products of capitalism. They are problems of luxury. These are non-issues to have whatsoever. Period. But no, it speaks to something. It speaks to something that companies do on purpose, sub- subversively, to where it's like, "Well, you ordered the copper, but we don't have them. Just send them the black, and you know, chances are he's not going to come back. And if he does, you know what? We'll say we're sorry. We'll tell him that he has to spend his own money to send them back to us, and then we'll hopefully have some more copper ones. And he'll just have to wait because he really wants the copper ones. And I'm saying that mind state. That's not." That's not how that's that's not what God wanted. Like for real. Like for real. I, I'm just gonna say it like that, yo. I'm 
sorry. That's that's not what God. I was about to say a whole MLK. We got to move from a thing company com, uh, economy to a people economy. But I'm sorry, that takes it right there. That's not what God wanted. <laughs> when I woke up today and I put my feet on this side of the dirt, this is not what God had planned for me. <laughs> this is not the plan it's that was placed in, that was placed on the scroll of my life. No, it wasn't. Not today. Not it. No, it wasn't. Man. Straight up. No. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Freddie, it's been a pleasure. Q and I for yet another episode of the innkeeper's guest book got plenty more on the way yeah can't wait to give you some more on behalf of q i'm innkeeper freddie thanks for joining us see you next time